It's the Muppets Minute Show. We are your hosts, Annie and Nick. Yay! Yay! We are here to talk about the Muppets movies minute by minute. Today, we're talking about the great Muppet caper, Minute 36. Minute 36 begins with Dorcas, which I've just learned is her awesome name, still talking about the weather, and ends with her noticing a loud crash from upstairs. And yes, it really took a minute to get from A to B in this scenario. (laughs) Yes, it did. Yes, it did. These two. How did you actually time out? Because I didn't. How many minutes the scene is? It's got to be it's got to be four, right? Like it's got to be four like full minutes that we are with these these two. <laughs> uh, more than that, I think. Yeah. Um, I mean it, it just I mean seriously like because it starts halfway through I think minute 34. Mm-hmm. And it continues through like you know, minute four? well, minute 38, 30 39 almost. Yeah. They're they're still 40. they're still in they're still in the house in minute 40. Yeah. They're all, I mean, they're at that point, at least he's up and moving around the house. But in oh, terms of this, okay, this actual, as far as the no, I'm talking part. about this actual boring conversation that lasts yeah. four minutes. I okay. mean, it's insane. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. Um, but still so entertaining. Like, <laughs> it's one of these things that I'm always just, I'm amazed when I am watching it and I'm just like, how am I entertained? This is so boring, but that's why it's so funny. Well, that's uh-huh. why you you need John Cleese here. Like, right. it would not right. have been good if you didn't know this comedic actor who is amazing. It, yeah, it would not true. be the same. It would just be a boring scene, and you'd be like, "Where's the Where's the Muppets?" Hmm. Hmm. But I mean, yeah, this is what they do great: is they find these cameos and they play to their strengths. And I mean, this this sort of deadpan monotone. Um, it, it, it just reeks Monty Python. It's perfect. Um, I know we talked about it already a lot last week, but I, uh, I just wanted to, I just wanted to point out how awesome it is. And I, I just love his cameo in this. In this I, I'd love to find out. And I, I looked around and I mean, he has no credits writing credits on this, but I'd, I'd love to find out if John Cleese had input on this scene and, yeah. or, or if the writer, although I do know that the writers for the show did hold Monty Python in very high esteem. Obviously, a lot of the taping of the Muppets was in England, and uh, well, you know, that's where it was filmed. And and yeah. they did have a, a real. They, they specifically wanted Monty Python. They were on that. They were high on the list of camp. You know, people that the writers wanted as cameos on or guest stars on the Muppet Show itself. So, did they get other members? I mean, maybe. You feel, found that out. Maybe you didn't. But do you know if they got other members of Monty Python Maybe. on the Muppet show? I I don't know. Um, because I would be curious if John Cleese was the only one that they um, that they got. Because it seems like, you know, any of them would have would have been great, you know. so Eric Idle uh-huh. was on there. Apparently. He was? Yeah, it looks okay. like Monty Python, Muppet Wiki. It makes sense. You're looking them all up. Well, bless well, you for doing that. Yeah, I um actually it doesn't. It doesn't see members in let's see the name of the British comedy band they're known for. Um, I don't know. No, I don't. You know what? I don't think so. I think okay. might have just been. I'll, I'll look more into it. But I think it was just. Uh, I think it was just John Cleese. But apparently, what I'm finding is, uh, let's see. They referenced Monty Python with the coconuts from the Holy Grail thing in Fraggle Rock, apparently. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, John Cleese might have been the only one on the Muppet show. Mm. Muppet Babies apparently references Holy Grail. 
I love it when they do these sort of adult jokes. I, mean, I appreciate it now that I have kids and I have to sit through these children's shows all the time. It just not that I consider Muppets necessarily children's shows, but obviously it's child friendly. And so it's nice when they can kind of put these jokes in that, you know, are for us. Uh, Terry, I have a oh, Terry, jo- that's oh. the other thing. Terry Jones was uh, one of the writers on the screenplay for Labyrinth. Okay. All right. Well, that makes sense. Then they had some collaboration. Yeah. Anyway, okay. there, there you go. I, but they, they were high. anyway. What I'm getting at is they're high up on the list. I wouldn't have been surprised if they let John Cleese have input on how this scene went a right. little bit. Used his well, since, comedic sensibilities for it. Yeah. Since we're talking about this scene and like the content of this scene, and we haven't actually brought it up yet, what do you what do you kind of take from this scene between these two? This two sort of old married couple. Like, do you think it's like is this sort of be, trying to be a commentary on? On marriage? Is it trying to be a commentary on Brits? Is it trying to be a commentary on rich people? Is it trying to be a commentary on old people? Or maybe all of the above? Like, what do you what do you take out of this bit? I think more so it's rich people. I think it's... Because um, they're bored, right? right? Like, they have nothing to do because they're rich. Mm-hmm. Okay. Rich okay. and stuffy and boring. And I think... I think they're trying to plan that angle. I think they're trying. What I think they're trying to do is strike a nice balance here because I, I feel like I don't remember my reaction to this scene uh, as a kid. I, I do know I, I, I th- at the time I would have been watching this film, I would have already been exposed to Monty Python as well. Um, so I, I know. Right. But at that age, you didn't, you can't claim that you would have really no, no, absorbed no. Monty Python in the way no. in which it was intended. No, 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 no. But, but right. what I'm saying is I, I think I, I personally, because of my comedic sensibilities, think I found this funny at a younger age, but I don't think this scene is in general going to be captivating. Uh, this whole five minute sequence here is going to be that captivating toward to kids, except no. that maybe play up, play up the angle. Oh, rich people are stuffy and boring. And I think that's the angle they're trying to play up maybe for the younger audience. Um, but then the actual writing and jokes would be for an, more an older audience and the delivery, the delivery and everything. Yeah, yeah, I can totally see that. But I mean, I can take at it. You know, I can look at this scene as an adult and read it several different ways. You know what I mean? Which is, I think, what's great about it. Yeah, I mean, just just understanding, you know, other things the Muppets did. I don't think it's necessarily a com- commentary on marriage. No, uh, I mean, and I don't think it is. But mm-hmm. it, you 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 watch this sort of thing and you you. You know, from what she says later, you can tell that these these people have been together for a long time and they're sitting at this table and it's like, you know what? We got nothing to say to each other, which I I know they do that joke a lot on TV, on TV and movies and all kinds of stuff. They have this joke a lot. And I know that's probably not why that what they're trying to drive home here, because we have the added bonus that they're British and we have the added (laughs) bonus that they're old and we have the added bonus that they're rich, you know, but you're right. Like I'm trying to picture myself watching this in 1989, right? 89. What? Um, no, is that what, what was the year? Sorry. This came out in 81. 81. Sorry. I had the wrong year. Sorry. Yeah. I would not have watched this because that's, uh, you know, I I was barely born. Right. But when I I watched this as a child, yeah. Yeah. When I watched it as a child in 89, (laughs) which is probably when I watched it, I didn't, uh, I didn't really, 
you know, you're right. I, I bet you that sort of that angle is sort of supposed to be played up for kids. Um, I think so. Because I can appreciate it now as an adult because of John Cleese, like you're saying. Right. But yeah, at the time, you're just like, what is this long, boring scene with these people? Like, these are totally horribly boring people. And I mean, I love the fact that the, she even has this line. Am I boring you? Yeah. Which is so that's so Meta. raw. Like it's super raw. Like yeah. I'm listening to that. I'm like, this poor woman, <laughs> like she's stuck in this house for 12 years, right? which is what she says. And she's worried she's boring him. It's, uh-huh. yeah, well, it's I liked his awful. response was great too. Last time I was bored and never by you. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I'm having the time of my life. It's great. <laughs> The dialogue is awesome. I mean, again, yeah, it's just, it's really great. And yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised, like you said, maybe not necessarily had input, but I wouldn't be surprised if they said, hey, John and w- what's the woman's name? Joan, you guys sit down and have a nice little ad lib session and just be bored and be rich and be stuffy. And that's how the scene was. Like, I mean, I'm not looking at the script, so I don't know. I'm sure some of this was scripted, but yeah, I'm sure some of it was ad libbed as well. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Yeah, and when I say I looked at the script for a lot of this, I looked at the transcript. So, you know, mm. I, I couldn't, I, I, from what I could find, I couldn't find, like, pages of a script like right. I did for the Muppet movie. I haven't been able to really uncover it. I'm sure it's out there somewhere. I didn't that search would be too, 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 too to hard. Find. But, I'd yeah. be curious to to see if, you know, what what of this was scripted. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. So we uh, we go outside to Piggy on dangling on the ledge now, that shot we were talking about last week, where she it's full on like a stunt person in this suit now. Um it but is. it's very it's very convincing. I mean, I love like I like that we can see the full body and then they they keep raising the bar, like we said, on these shots, these sort these sort of like action shots. I mean, we know this is like an action movie and I feel like every single scene even they're they're continuing to raise the bar on the action and what they can do with these with these puppets. So this was the first time they decided to do a full body stunt double for one of the Muppets. And uh, the actor's name is Karen Shah. Uh, hopefully, sh- I'm pronouncing that right. It's an it's an Indian name. K i r a n s h a h. Shah. Okay. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. So he. Uh, this was his first uh, job as a stunt double for a Muppet. And uh, so they had him here as as Miss Piggy, uh, but he went on to a pretty great career. He did the Dark Crystal with Henson. He was in the Creature Shop version of Alice in Wonderland, he, doing dump, doing stunt doubles like this, right? Well, um, in yes, yes, some of this was stunt double work, and some of it was straight up acting work. Um, so I think in the creature, sh- the creature shop version of Alice in Wonderland, it was a straight up, uh, acting role as the white rabbit. Um, oh, okay. in the dark crystal, it was stunt work for some of the other characters. Uh, he was an Ewok in return of the Jedi. He was in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, wow. Uh, he was one of the main characters. I, I had never actually seen the Chronicles of Narnia movies, but, uh, there's a character Grin Arbic. I never hmm. read the books either, so I don't know. But apparently, it it's a it's a featured character. Uh, so he he was that in the Chronicles of Narnia, uh, and the the kind of most recent one that people would know him for in more recent times is he 
worked as a stunt double for all the hobbits in the Lord of the Rings movies. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, so great yeah. career. Yeah. I mean, very, and this, you said, well, this wasn't obviously his first job. Or did um, you say it was his first job? This well, was the first time the Muppets did this. Though. This was his first uh, uh, role as a stunt double for the Muppets. Uh, I think it was towards the beginning of his career too. Okay. Oh, apparently he was in Solo. Wow. Uh, so his career actually started, um, looks like it started with this film. Nice. Or just before it. Uh, he was in Superman. He did some stunts in Superman. And uh, then then the Great Muppet Caper. Ton of movies. I mean, he has he's in most of the Star Wars films from Jedi on. He was in Titanic, apparently. Ha! He was in... Who no. was he in Titanic? Okay, I gotta know now. <laughs> he was in the Spice Girls movie, Spice World. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, oh, stop it. I love it. I love it. But he's still alive. He was in uh, The Last Jedi. Uh, he was in Doctor Who. He's been in Rogue One. He's been in Game of Thrones. Wow. Uh, wow. Yeah, Force Awakens. Solo. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty cool that's pretty cool very impressive wow that's uh, a heck of a career that's awesome yeah i i think that's that's yeah i don't really have anything else to say about that i just think that's funny how it's like these unsung heroes like you don't really know what what's going on behind the scenes but harry it's potter like, of course he's a goblin and harry potter yeah, yeah so all right there you go yeah wow so we have piggy coming in the window first of all for rich people they don't really have very good security i have to say Right off the top here. Well, um, yeah. Okay. What? Yeah, what? I mean, no alarms on the windows, right? No, 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 I mean, I don't know if that was a thing in 1981. Maybe it wasn't a thing. But, like, they, you know, maybe the window should be locked. You think? Maybe. Maybe just lock maybe. the window. They have a lot of bric-a-brac around that might be valuable. I don't know. Bric-a-brac? Bric-a-brac. Right. Have you not heard that term? I, I have. Oh, okay. Don't, they do, though. They have lots and lots of bric-a-brac. All around the house. I talked about it when I went lunching with my friend the other day. Talked about exactly. how much bric-a-brac was around. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so she falls in, and I think it's a quite an unnecessarily loud squeal, considering how quiet she's been and what she just pulled off on the outside of the house. Right? Well, yeah, it, it's, a, it's a weird combination so far from this picky of gracefulness and very clumsy act, you know, clumsiness as well. I think I think there's been no gracefulness. Or nimbleness. I mean, climbing up the side uh, of a building. OK, OK, fair right, enough. It's not enough. graceful. It's nimble. I'll, I'll, it's I'll go with nimble. I'll take nimble. Because you're right. It. Even when she was sneaking in the bushes just uh, like a minute or so ago, she fell down and like crashed into something. So. Right, exactly. She can't handle. She can't handle anything. But I love. I mean, I I love the way that she falls in the window. It's it's very funny and it's very loud. And I mean, I like the idea that like when she kind of realizes where she's at. Obviously, her expressions is, isn't going to change. She's a puppet, but she just looks so shocked and so like, where am I? I made it in the house. And like her hair is also perfect. I might add. Well, I it's, mean. <laughs> Again, we have a situation where a puppeteer is tossing a Muppet, kind of. Cause yes, obviously, one more tossing. Yeah, Frank Oz controlling her a little bit to get in the window, but then just kind of probably eh, tossing her. Yeah, totally. Totally <laughs> tossing. <laughs> totally. Um, but yeah, and uh, it's, it's, it's pretty good. I like it. I mean, obviously, they have this sort of hollow stage underneath the, uh, underneath the stairs here. So 
this is a real set from the out or a real location from the outside, but I'm assuming everything is a set on the inside. Am I right about that? I'm going to go with yes. Uh, I'd have to think it has to be uh, based on everything we're going to see. But I I, I don't think this is the inside of the actual 17 Holland Park in England. No, 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 no. Especially like, I mean, the shots where it's obvious there's a puppeteer underneath the stairs. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, even I can I can look at this and I and I know that like I, I am aware of the fact that she's obviously sitting there's obviously a hole and there's obviously a puppeteer there, but it still looks like it's just picky. And she just got up and she's she's surprised. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, because c- <laughs> the second time they did this uh, where a Muppet's been thrown on the floor and they kind of had to sit up like this, the full body Muppet shot of them sitting up. I feel like this is like the third or fourth time, like in this movie. Oh, maybe. They've done yeah. <laughs> I- I'm just thinking but- of the, the three of them out on the street after yeah. they get tossed out of the bus. Well, they did it too with Kermit in the uh, Stepping Out with the Star sequence. Yeah. So. But yes, it seems to be a, a thing that they're doing. I'm curious to see, again, every single, I feel like every week they up the bar on this. So it'll be interesting to see where it goes. I love the look on her face. She's like, <gasps> yeah. Did they win here? Yeah, know. like she's she's so surprised, but I'm not sure why. It's like she knows there's people in here. She right. saw them through the window. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like, yeah. <laughs> and what is she thinking is going to happen at this point? How does she think this is going to turn out? Yeah. At this point, um, you know, she's just she's trying, but she hasn't thought through everything. Well, I mean, I'm still confused as to like her motivation for this at all. Like, I mean, I mm-hmm. guess obviously she's still trying to fool. Kermit into believing that she's rich and that she's Lady Holiday. Yeah. But I guess why would be my next question. I mean, I know we're going to probably find out over the next few weeks what her motivations are, but I'm just curious because it's like, is she doing it because she doesn't want to get in trouble because she works for Lady Holiday because she's kind of in it this far and she has to kind of see it through so that she doesn't get in trouble? Or is she just kind of interested in Kermit and she's kind of going along with this sort of fantasy? Mm-hmm. Well, um, I mean, it's I, at the, I don't know what it is. It's at the risk of a breaking and entering charge now. Exactly. Yeah, the stakes are very high at this point. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, I know what are they going to do to a pig, but still, well, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, so. and you know, uh, her expectations at this point. I mean, she's not. She's not really thinking it through. She knows Kermit's going to show up here, and she somehow has to get to him. And you know, she's she's going to have to f- think on her feet and figure yeah. it out. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Do you have anything else for minute thirty six? Uh, I I don't think so. Uh, no, I just it's just like the uh, uh, Dorcas has kind of a delayed reaction to things here, like the 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 the, the, the reaction to uh, uh, Neville saying there's a pig out climbing the building. <laughs> like there was a there's at least thirty seconds or so, or almost a yeah. minute, maybe even of a delay. I think the definition of their performance is a, is it's a, a delay. delay. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair. That's true. That's true. But yes. Oh, Dorcas. Oh, Neville. <laughs> you jolly uh, old folk. I can't think of a British thing to say, but I'm sure there's something. <laughs> I wasn't going to help save you there. You weren't. I just no. flailed. It's Go okay. It. Uh, well, thanks, guys, for listening to Muppets Minute. Um, we'll be back with you guys tomorrow for Minute 37. And uh, in the meantime, check us out at MuppetsMinute.com or at Muppets Minute on Twitter. 
and uh, talk to us there. Let us know what you think. I mean, let us know what you think of the name Dorcas, because I want to know. If there are any Dorcases out there, please let me know, because I will. I promise I will stop making fun of it. Okay? That's a promise. I, I, yeah. I, 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 I promised to look this up, and I, I will boy meets world. <laughs> what am I thinking of here? I, I, I know I'm thinking of something. There is a... Oh, there's a Minkus. Okay, I'm literally doing the outro, Nick. Are you looking stuff up? <laughs> uh, y- y- yes. <laughs> minkus? Oh, you know what I think? Yes, there's a Minkus. Hold on. Oh my. That's worse. And I I'll think... Agree. No. All right. I guess there is no Dorcas. I don't know what I was thinking of. Maybe they. Right. Maybe in like an episode they like called him Dorcas because his name's Minkus. I don't know. I don't even know what the heck you're talking about. But if your name is Dorcas, please let us know. And we'll stop talking about it. I promise. I promise. Cross my heart. Hope to die. Anyway, thanks you guys for listening. And we'll be back with you tomorrow for more Hobbit's Minute.